This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music. I'm here with Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. Letitia Harris. Hi, Robin. And WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, Robin. It's New Music Friday, the day of the week when most EPs and albums drop, and we're looking at the best releases out now on March 31st, including the new one from Boy Genius. It's finally here. But we start with the singer Chloe. Her new album is called In Pieces. This is the song Told You. It features Missy Elliott. That track, oh my god, the braggadocio on that is just like on 10. I cannot imagine <laughs> what it was like recording that in the studio. But you know, I told you, you I'm a soldier. <laughs> I told you, I'm a soldier. Like, right? Y'all can't imagine how relieved I am that this record is finally out. So, Chloe, <laughs> you know her as a primary producer behind Chloe X. Halley, the Grammy Award winning Parkwood endorsed duo. Um, she's finally released her debut solo album, and it's a really engaging collection of classic R&B, trap electronic club beats, that raw braggadocio hip-hop, um, gospel pop, and melodic ballads that remind me of the early aughts. And from what I understand, this record was recorded over four years, <laughs> and the rollout was a mess due to various quote-unquote controversies. Mm. <laughs> so I'm really glad that the album is here and, you know, the music can speak for itself. Chloe started recording some of these songs under the impression that they would be third project Chloe X Halley tracks before feeling confident to, you know, branch out on her own, release on her own. And on this debut album, she's created a really distinct sound separate from her work with her sister that's equally as interesting and innovative. And I'm just so glad that we can finally hear it and just know that she is the great producer that she is and just forget all the other stuff. Yeah, she's an incredible producer. I feel like I really want to emphasize that. And she's so good at giving a beat, like an interesting timbre. Like, I loved the song Body Do. which has this like cold robotic tone to it. And her falsetto work on that track too is so gorgeous. She has such a rich alto, but she can really do anything with it. And she does, she produces her own vocals too, which I wanted to point out. She does. But I loved the attitude on this album. It's like a breakup album, but she's not sad. She's just spiteful. And I think <laughs> my favorite track on this one was Cheat Back. I'm not gonna cry anymore. I'm not gonna wait up at night. I'm not gonna answer 
your cause whenever you're down. I'm not gonna bleach your cause. I'm not gonna do you like that. What I really, really want is to cheat back on another boo. That that was a moment I was like, it's crazy. Nobody's ever written this song before. Like. Instant classic. <laughs> she wants payback for sure, but I thought she was really reaching for her better self on this record. Like she's trying, right? Like you take the song "Pray It Away." Where she admits that she wants revenge against somebody who hurt her, but you know, she's praying, praying away the anger before they get what she thinks they deserve. You know, it made me, I needed to hear that, especially this past <laughs> week. It, it made me hit pause on some of my own rage that I've, I've been pushing down. Uh, I don't know. She seemed like she was just battling with a lot of inner demons on this record. Yeah, and she takes all of those extreme emotions that she's having and just pours it fully into the music. Each track is so perfectly like emotive and well produced. Like like you said, Serena, um, she produces her own vocals, and they're amazing. The different places she can go, her range, and the way that she can combine that with her beat making abilities. I really, again, as a producer, she is a machine. Chloe, her new album is called In Pieces. It's out now on March 31st. There's also a new one today from the duo known as B Kool-Aid. This is Pink Sifu and Ali. The album is called Leather Boulevard. This is the song Chalk Rounded. Pink Sifu and the producer Ali. I love their 2017 album, Brown, and I've been patiently waiting for this new album, Leather Boulevard. This record is smooth, it's warm, it's deep, it's informed by the soul music of the past, but it's, it's kind of filtered through this real fly, like contemporary lens. It's centered around this idea of a free black utopia, which I absolutely adore thematically and, and conceptually. And I'm loving this one right now. It's, it's probably my favorite thing I've heard this week and really probably this entire month. 
John, I'm so with you. When I was listening to this, I was like, this is just so raw. I think the narrative idea of an unmolested black space driving the album is really interesting because, you know, historically, we've been able to create those spaces only to have them co-opted or destroyed. You know, look at mobs destroying Greenwood District in Oklahoma or more recently, even gentrification in Lamont Park, because it really does capture the sonic experience of a black utopia. You know, they've created this breathing world of the cast of characters, each with their own specific voice that kind of come together for one collective message. And it's just like such a comforting experience to like hear that neo soul and hear the centuries even of black music kind of building on each other to come be the soundtrack of this space. One of the ways those uh, characters come through are in these great sort of found or captured moments, like on the track So Soft Salon. Where he just kind of plops you down in this world, right? And invites you into it. And it feels so good to be there. And you just want to linger in this space. Yeah. There's there's so many moments like that on this record that I'm really... I was listening to it last night and thinking about this concept of Black community. And then thinking about how that's actually reflected in the music. Like they bring so many people in as collaborators right mm-hmm. ladybug mecca from diggable planets live is on this record quelle chris jametta rose like th- so many people show up on this record it feels like a party and it feels like a big warm family reunion and they all inhabit this sonic space that pink sifu and ali map out so it's like you you bringing in everybody but the space that you curate is very singular and it feels familiar and intentional is is i love records that marshal the talents of a lot of people you know what i mean for for one specific goal and this record does that in a real beautiful way i mean this reminded me from the framework of it kind of um janelle monet's electric lady like creating like a, a black futuristic world and having the little interludes of you know i think there's a radio promoter in there somewhere telling about what the different days of the week are going to be Okay, what's up, y'all? This is Nita Darn with Hood, with Hood Nigga News on Brown Radio. Come and get sticky as a honeydew. Uh, on Sundays, we got reggae night. Uh, Monday, we got the Come Chill Kick at Night, where you can come drink, chill, listen to some deep, some random DJ play some shit. And like, I love that skit that you're mm-hmm. talking about, like the end where she's like, come on down, Monday is, is comedy <laughs> night where all the funny niggas come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, next we got queer night. Everybody come and be free and everybody's welcome. And then it's ratchet night. I love mm-hmm. that skit. So mm-hmm. Pig Sifu be having like skits like that on his records too. Like it, it, it always feels cinematic. Like you're watching a film or you're like flicking through TV stations or something. It, it just adds another layer to the music. Pink Sifu and Ali as Be Kool-Aid. The new album out now is called Leather Boulevard. All right, another one we're loving that's out today comes from the South African singer Nakane. It's called Bastard Jargon. This is the song The Caring. I'm 
Yeah, Nakane is new to me, and they came onto my radar because they have a, a collaboration with Perfume Genius on this record. And actually, I think their turn in their career reminds me a lot of what Perfume Genius did on 2020's Set My Heart on Fire Immediately, where if their previous work was gorgeous but emotionally laden songs and really heavy and feeling sad and trying to find your place in the world, this is just an exhilarating celebration of queer existence. And, you know, it's funny, they talked a little bit about how they were performing songs from their 2018 album, You Will Not Die, at some festival at 2 p.m. And they were just realizing, like, I'm tired of singing these sad songs. I can't keep crying for people. And they wanted to write something that had movement in it. And I think this album is exactly that. It's all pop songs and they bring in Niall Rogers who helps produce and they're on the song Tell Me Your Politic. And this album is really about, you know, interpersonal connection and, and yes, sex and really rethinking the way you move through the world after you kind of break up with a structural force like religion. I think, you know, they, they moved away from Christianity um, in the time between their last record and now they're trying to find some freedom in the way they move through the world. I think it's like an example of really hard-earned hedonism. Like, <laughs> you don't come My by... My hedonism is hard-earned. I really... I fought for this hedonism. <laughs> I love that as a concept. <laughs> but really, you know, as like queer people, especially a queer person growing up in South Africa, you know, they were excommunicated from their church, um, I think shortly after the release of their first album. Um, I think as a queer person coming from South Africa, you... Not only do you have to really fight against everything you've been taught to believe in you know they used to preach against homosexuality they used they went to conversion therapy so i think this album like all of its sexiness and it is more of like i wouldn't say that the songs themselves are necessarily sexy but they are considering the idea of sex and what it means to engage in sex as a free person and i think as a queer person you know you're always having to keep coming out keep redefining and reintroducing yourself to people and I think that's going to come with a lot of natural transitions and like um, reinventions. And I think their second album, You Will Not Die, was a really strong bridge between their first more acoustic album and this maximalist electronic deluge of just hedonism, you know? <laughs> well, to your point, Nakane calls this an existential sex album, <laughs> which... I mean, it wasn't immediately obvious to me because I kept hearing politics and, and reflections on racism and police violence and sexism. And and then I started thinking of these really big ideas. It's kind of about who you are as a person in a world where all of this stuff exists and whether you're the kind of person that Nakane is going to be attracted to, right. you know, like 
they say that they're bored with beauty and they're obvious, obviously looking for, for much deeper connections. Yeah. When you think about a song like Tell Me What Your Politic Is, it's like mm-hmm. realizing that you've slept with someone who has terrible ideas <laughs> about <laughs> life and like politics and just feeling really gross with yourself. Yeah, and I oh think no. this album, <laughs> this album is kind of like squaring away what it means to like engage sexually with the world when you have such strong morals and such that are based on your identity and your marginalized identities. Yeah, I just love the title of this album, you know, Bastard Jargon, which they said, you know, comes from this idea that before language is standardized, it's a bastard, it belongs to no one. And they said that on this album, they felt like they were creating a new language for themselves. And that came through so clearly. Nakane, their new album out today is called Bastard Jargon. We do have several more releases we want to flag for you this week, including that new Boy Genius record. But first, we need to take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. Sometimes it takes a different approach to unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format is designed to help you learn relevant skills at your own pace, so you can earn your degree on your terms and apply what you learn right away. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Serena Turos, Letitia Harris, and John Morrison, and we're looking at the best releases out now on March 31st. We start the second half of our show off with the band Boy Genius. The trio has its debut full length out today. It's called The Record. This is the song Satanist. Five years since the release of their 2018 six-track self-titled EP, 
Boy Genius, the indie rock supergroup made up of literal queer female rock icons. Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridgers has released their debut album, simply titled The Record. It features production work from Catherine Marks and Sarah Tudson. And, you know, God-level lyrics that can only come from artists as well-read and neurotic. <laughs> as Did you Julian say God Lucy. lyrics? God-level. God-level uh-huh. lyrics. Uh, yeah, there are definitely some moments. <laughs> God-level lyrics that can only come from artists as well-read and neurotic as Julian, Lucy, and Phoebe are. Um, I love this album. It's my favorite one of the year so far. The arrangements of all their different musical styles are stunning, and I think it's a really clear example of how far they've come and developed, not just as a songwriting trio, but as a group of friends who love each other dearly. I feel like in their individual works, inner demons often haunt the members of Boy Genius, but as a team, they're much more equipped to deal with them and do so with grand ambition. Yeah, I'm going to blow my eardrums out listening to this later this weekend. Right. (laughs) You know, it makes me think of, you know, like when my dad watches Game of Thrones and somebody gets their head chopped off, he's like, yeah, that's TV, baby. And when I hear a three-part harmony, I'm over here like, that's music, baby. Like, on Not Strong Enough. You know, speaking to your idea, Letitia, of the way they make each other better, you can hear that in the structure of the music, too, like the way that they use their voices to intertwine and lift each other up. They're also just hilarious. They really have such great turns of phrase and, and witticisms all throughout here. Yeah, that friendship that you both talk about is celebrated across this whole record. My favorite song is Revolution Zero. She has an imaginary friend that she's dedicated to. In in fact, so dedicated to that she imagines that this friend has been hurt and she wants to beat up whoever hurt her imaginary friend. (laughs) But Revolution Zero, it also has this great moment on it where she talks about wishing she were dead. But then also says she's afraid of getting sick. And to me, that's like the whole folly of life on Earth in perfect (laughs) summation. We're afraid of everything. We're afraid of living. We're afraid of dying. Uh, when, When everything stays the same, we get bored and anxious. But when anything changes, we freak out and get anxious. Right. And, you know, like it's a zero sum game. And that's like revolution zero. That's my jam right there. <laughs> well, to me, the standout on this record is We're in Love. 
Lucy wrote it because she loves them so much, obviously. And then she sang it for them and Phoebe was crying. And I think Julian just like left and like didn't come back for hours or something. And I was like, I don't want to be seen. This music is so revealing to their friendship. Like they take their friendship and turn it into music. And there's that weird point of like commercializing love or something. But then they continue to just go forward with their vulnerability. And like their intention behind this project is really amazing to me. Boy Genius, the super group with Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Dacus with their debut full-length album called The Record. Another one out today that we're loving comes from the veteran West African artist Baba Mall. It's called Being. This is the song Bobo Ilo. Baba Mall is the legendary Senegalese singer and guitarist, and I'm familiar with him because, you know, in the 90s, Baba Mall released a lot of really acclaimed records that kind of raised the profile of Senegalese music uh, here in the West. And this latest album, it was immediately striking to me because he's created this potent balance between older music older musical traditions and contemporary production. There are elements of the blues, there are elements of rock music and this global pop aesthetic. But all of these songs are deeply African, right? And they feel like they're tapping into something old and rich. You know, and I, I love records like this because it really directly shows us how all of this music is interconnected. You can you can hear it play out. Yeah, deeply rooted in that in that deep history for sure, but also so plugged in, like you say, into the current sound. I, I was listening to this in the car and my wife said, Is this Rihanna? And I thought, <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, no, it's not Rihanna. But then I started thinking, you know what? Parts of it sure could be. And I, I think maybe the song we were listening to was Embedawella. And my wife just thought it's Rihanna with some really sick feature on it. You know, it's not, it wasn't that the singer sounded like Rihanna, but it just sounded like something so now. Yeah, that could definitely be Rude Boy era Rihanna. Yeah, something that really impressed me about this album was just the way that the recordings kind of capture the fullness 
of hearing a sort of percussion heavy music in person. I feel like this music is all about the drums and the beat that you can feel in your chest. And each of these songs, I think, were engineered in a way that just felt very present to me. Yeah. As, as a sometimes audio engineer myself, <laughs> I agree, Serena, this record was beautifully mixed. And I love, too, on Casamance Nights, the last track. He said that they recorded it in open air, so you can hear all of the different birds and insects. And I think they recorded it by the river that forms the border of the northern part of the country. And that river and, and water uh, forms an important thematic element of the record in the way that he said that each river is a witness to the passage of time. This mm. guy is full of some wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Amal, he's going to be 70 this year, and uh, I am just blown away by any creative person, any artist who can stay as, I don't know, as connected as he as he has been. It's amazing to see him now all these years later, still putting out great stuff. Bob Amal, his new album is called Being, and of course the onslaught of new music continues in 2023 with way more releases this week than we could ever fit in an entire show. So before we wrap up, let's just take a quick minute to flag some of our personal favorites out this week. Letitia, we'll start with you. All right. My personal favorite this week is Tyler, the Creator, The Estate Sale. She could rob my face. I don't want nothing in return except for some her time and all her love. That's my concern. I'm trying to buy my neighbor house and turn it to a y'all. If you don't know my grandma name, then we ain't really dogs, bitch. I shook your hand, I don't respect, don't call me king. I'm not your twin, I'm not your brother, we just met. It's a stack of songs that were cut from his 2021 Grammy Award-winning album, Call Me If You Get Lost. I love this project because I feel like the Gangster Girls format made Call Me Tyler's most cohesive album with a really strong narrative, and it's really fun to hear what didn't make the story and imagine where each track on this deluxe version slots in. I love this record. Serena. Yeah, my pick this week is from an artist called Noya and their debut album, Hisela. artist from Barcelona, now based in New York. And do you ever hear an album and you're just like, this person loves the process of engineering music. That's what it felt like to listen to Hisela, which is this collagist and experimental pop album that reminds me of kind of the way that Hundred Gex or Pink Pantheress or even Rosalia all create their music. And it really cycles through the club, late night thoughts, or you know, even just going out to dinner at sunset with your friends. It's really beautiful. John. Yeah, my pick this week is from the producer Pursuit Grooves and her album 100 Seams. Vibrant backdrops flourish. Art Nouveau. Art Nouveau. Shapes. Adornment adoration. Adornment adoration. Fade. 
overalls indulge. This album is so beautiful. It's full of poetry and like these rich, warm beats that kind of traverse the lines between instrumental hip hop, house music, and broken beat. It's really gorgeous and it's funky. Man, there are so many albums out to, to choose from this week. There's a new EP from Barry called 5K. Uh, there's the Alberta Cross Records Sinking Ships. Damien Gerardo has a new one called Sometimes You Hurt the Ones You Hate. Uh, but I'll go with the new pornographers. They've got a new album out today called Continue as Guest. First question is, why did it take so long to name an album Continue as Guest? I can't believe this is the first album that someone thought, this is it, Continue as Guest. That's my whole MO in life. Uh, but this is the band's first album in four years. It's their first one for Merge Records. Uh, and, and it's got everything that you love in a new pornographer's record. It's got great hooks, a great sense of play and adventure. If you have loved the band's catalog up to this point, I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. Continue as guest from the new pornographers. And that'll do it for this week's show. My thanks to Serena Turos, Letitia Harris, and John Morrison. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Thank Robin. You, Robin. Thank you, Robin. If you want to go back and see a complete list of everything that we played on the show, you'll find it in the description of this episode in your podcast feed. You can also hear full versions of all the songs we featured, along with a whole bunch of singles that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR in Spotify or Apple Music. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter to keep up with the latest Tiny Desks, playlists, features, and more. We only send it out once a week on Saturdays, and you'll find it at npr.org slash music newsletter. All one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well, and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Here at Planet Money, we bring complex economic ideas down to earth. We find weird, fun, interesting stories that explain the way money shapes our lives. Inflation, recessions, the price of gas, we've got you. Listen now to the Planet Money podcast from NPR.